When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Laugh Daily Podcast, everybody. We are excited to have you back. We are back in the micro apartment. If you're watching the YouTube video, if you're listening, just visualize it. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. (laughs) Yeah. But today we are talking about our Squid Game High School video we just released on Stew. So we wanted to give you guys some behind the scenes background, talk about the process, how it all came together, because it was by far one of our favorite videos. Eh? Yeah, I'm sure you guys have a lot of questions because a lot of work went into it. And it's a different type of video we haven't done before. If you're familiar with our videos, we do a lot of overnight challenges, builds. Um, But this one, if you haven't seen the video, we invited about... 62 fans out to compete in a series of five different challenges. Six? Was it six? Uh, Five or six. (laughs) And uh, the last student standing won $10,000, a college scholarship. Pretty crazy. So how did this all come about? Oh, man. We actually had some students asking us, like, how long we have been planning this video because it seems like it would be a long like six months to a year maybe in the process. But honestly, it only took us maybe two and a half to three months from the minute that we thought of the idea of Squid Game was obviously really popular. And we decided to make this idea of blending this with like a high school theme. I don't know. It just sounded super unique. Yeah, because like obviously our role is to, our job is to be innovative and creative and everybody's already seen like the Mr. Beast Squid Games and then some other creators' versions of it. But for us to stand out, we thought if we did it at a high school, that would be so different and new that people would want to watch ours and still be intrigued. So yeah, like w- w- what Andrew said, three months, we got together with our team. If it was just me and Andrew, there's no way this video would have happened. But oh, absolutely. We, we have our team of many different people and we got together and started brainstorming. And to that point, guys, um, this whole video would not have been possible without specifically Carice. She put in so much effort, work, hours, finding the school, booking the school, um, all the... Oh, she, she did a lot of stuff. What else? <laughs> well, we can just go through the list because okay. <laughs> you're probably curious the whole process. The creative process in simple terms is like we come up with the idea we kind of come up with like, okay, how many games do we want? And then finding the location. So what we do is we message Crease and have conversations with her about like, hey, are there any schools out there that would be interested in letting us shoot a video there? Obviously, we have no idea. I, I didn't think it was possible because schools, I don't know how their filming policy goes, but uh, there's a few sites that actually allow you to rent locations. So I think that's where we started was like, hey, check out this website and see if there's any schools yeah. available. 
because it's the whole process started ramping up as soon as we had a location. As soon as we had a location, we're like, okay, we can actually start planning more and more details and get it going. Because yeah. like it, until we got the location, it was sort of just sort of a, uh, well, this would, would be a fun idea. Because the backup idea was we were going to maybe build a school in the warehouse, like different like little sets. <laughs> yeah. Did she tour several school schools or was the one we actually locked in was the only one she toured i think that was the only one she toured but she went down there and she's like guys this is like awesome they have like all these different buildings all these like a gym and a uh, a cafeteria and a theater that we can all shoot in all these areas and we're yeah. like oh sweet let's do it yeah and once we got it locked in then we started uh having to nail down the actual challenges so six different challenges we had to come up with and be like, what's what's a challenge we can do in the gym? What's a challenge we could do in the classroom and keep them all fairly simple? Yeah. And that part of the process was actually pretty easy because yeah. like obviously the games are supposed to be like really simple. That's like kind of the premise of like Squid Game. Yeah. So that was easy for us. What was What would you say was the hardest part of the whole process? I feel like just making sure that day of everything goes according to plan because we don't really during the whole shoot we didn't know like how many students would get eliminated per challenge we kind of had an idea in our mind like it'd be ideal if during this challenge this many students got eliminated so we could then go to round two and we have a better idea of how we can structure it because we can't get to the last game and there being still 40 people because that wouldn't make sense <laughs> So we kind of had to just brainstorm and we actually did a few tests too before the shoot. So we did like a, uh, what was that puzzle cube? We bought those puzzles and we, we had our whole team try out the puzzles and see how long it took. Cause if it was going to take everybody like 30 minutes, we'd have to switch gears and go in a different direction, but it took us about 10 minutes. I think the hardest process Part of the process was getting the students because we had our goal was trying to get a hundred students, high school students. And like Justin said, we ended up with like 62, which was still really good, but we really were trying to get a hundred. So we put out like these casting posters on Instagram. We posted it on the YouTube community page. So if you guys are following us on these things, <laughs> you could be in the know and maybe be in a video. Yeah. Anyway, we had a casting, so we had students come out and they um, kind of filled out some details. And they at, at the casting, that's when they knew, like, okay, we're going to be shooting at this location because we didn't tell anybody where we were shooting. Yeah. Um, we had some people send in video auditions, and we actually had a lot of people come in from out of state. I was surprised about that because in the posters, we were we made it clear, like, hey, must be in Colorado, right? But some of these people were like. I'll travel. Don't matter. It's like, if you want to travel, fine, by all means, but uh, we're not going to help you there. <laughs> yeah. So we had Rick, Matt, and Carice hold auditions for an entire day, and all the students came through. We were just kind of like making sure, like, hey, if you're going to be in this video, are you okay with this? Um, are you able to make this day? And so that's how we got 62 you guys to come out and be a part of it and man it was fun if you were in the squid game video drop a comment right now so we can see you and let us know what place you came in oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what game you got eliminated on but you know what's crazy the craziest part of the whole video what was the video shoot was planned for two days 
because we didn't know we uh, when we were planning it, we're like, I don't know, this is a lot to fit into one just one day from like ten to five. So we had it planned for two different days. We were gonna come back on day two with probably like twenty of the students and do like two of the final games. But we were so ahead of schedule. Like we were almost two hours ahead of schedule. Like we were flying by it. And everything was going like perfect that we're like, guys, let's just try and shoot the whole video today. So that's what we did. And we finished it and we still had time to spare. I was so glad because <laughs> it would have made it a little difficult to come back the next day. Right. But it worked out and it was just so much fun. And I couldn't even believe that the school allowed us to have a food fight. We were initially going to have a food fight in their actual lunchroom. And they're like, yeah, this is totally fine. You just have to pay for cleanup and all that. And we're like, ah, that'd be really cool, but this is going to get very messy. And let me tell you, if you saw the video, it got extremely messy and it smelled horrible. Can you describe the smells that were outside? Oh, it was awful. If that was inside with those smells, that would have been so bad. Like we didn't even think about the smells until it actually happened. Yeah. But what's funny about the food fight was that the food that the students were getting was definitely not edible because it had been sitting outside for like days because we didn't feel like, well, I mean, it would have taken a long time to cook. It was lasagna. It would have taken forever to cook all that lasagna. So we just let it sit outside (laughs) until it kind of cooked itself. Oh, it smelled horrible. Because we knew no one was going to eat it and you're just throwing it at people. So we're like, let's just get all these colorful items and do it outside. (laughs) I'm glad we did it outside. It would have been probably better if it was inside, but man, it would have been just so annoying to clean up and like, yeah. so that was a, that was kind of like a dream idea. Like imagine if we could do a food fight and it happened to work out. I don't know if any of you guys have had an actual food fight in school. I never personally have, but I was asking some of the fans, uh, the people in the video contestants, if they ever had a food fight before and several of them said they did. Which I'm they like, you, you had an actual food fight? <laughs> I feel like they could have gotten it. They must have gotten in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't have a food fight before? No, not like an actual school. That would have been dude, strange. That would have been <laughs> so fun. I wish I would have, but yeah, I probably would have got grounded and gotten big trouble by dad. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was going to say, oh, for the food fight, because the students, we didn't tell them how they were going to get eliminated. So when we were like picking them out and calling them forward, they were like all nervous of, oh no, what does this mean? Am I safe or am I eliminated? Because we basically had two different groups. So it was fun talking to the students afterwards, the ones who did make it through and hearing their strategies of how they survived the food fight. I specifically remember this uh, one girl, she was saying that she took one of the big trays and used a big scooper and was like flinging like catapults, like food across like the whole thing. But she was in the way back and was using the other trays like a shield. Oh, so so good. And some of them were just hiding because when you don't know the rules, I mean, if I were in it, I would have went ham and like started tackling people, maybe not tackling, like hug them (laughs) because you hug them with food, it gets all over them. Yeah. But... Oh, that was just so cool. And like most of the challenges we did, I was wishing that I could compete, compete in them. Tug of war, oh, the, the maze and, or the, not the maze, the puzzle in class oh. was so intense. That was probably my favorite game just to host. 
because they sit down, they have no idea what's on their table, and then we basically say go, they take it off, and they're like, oh, we're we're in this, doing this puzzle. It was just so intense, and oh man, I love the interactions. And, yeah, but uh, it was a we had it really well planned out, and whenever anyone got eliminated, we had a lounge that they could go hang out in. Mm-hmm. So they had like snacks, games. We had bingo going. We would go meet them, take pictures. So it was just a fun all around, even if you got eliminated. Apparently bingo, like they played bingo for hours and they were giving away like uh free merch and like signed things and all that. And they like ran out of bingo boards that they had to go buy more at the store, like halfway through the video shoot. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> bingo was a hit. Yeah, there was like tables. There was like 30 like kids all playing <laughs> bingo and they were like into it. Because yeah, they nuts. wanted to win the rare merch. Yeah. And, but we ran out of stuff to give away. So we started signing like some of the Squid Game Enforcer helmets and just <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. That was cool. From what I heard from all the students is that they're like, you guys need to do this again. Maybe not necessarily Squid Game, but like this type of video. And so it got us thinking like, if we were going to do this again, we're already starting to think of ideas. So you guys are definitely going to have to be on the lookout for that because I guarantee we're going to do something like this in the future. Um, it was just so much fun. And we haven't even seen, we're filming this on Thursday and we're uploading this video on Saturday. We haven't even seen the final edit. We've only seen some rough cut bits and even just the rough cut. I'm like, this is so cool. Matt drew Rick. Oh, it's so epic. So, you guys have probably already seen it, I'm assuming, if you're watching this episode. Yeah, if you did see it, let us know right now which was your favorite challenge. Um, what was your favorite challenge? I said mine was the classroom. I still think the final challenge, the don't break the ice, it's just it's such a simple game, but then it comes down to two people competing for $10,000, and it's so nervous, and all the guards like surrounding them, it was just, oh man, it was high stakes Even for such the guards a simple game. We're making like nervous sounds during it. Oh, yeah. Not, uh, specifically your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because she was like behind me. So like uh, someone would hit and one of the cubes would fall out and like another one would fall out and she would gasp and be like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> but it was like loud. <laughs> uh, we were talking about that uh, at lunch the other day about like people or moms who make sounds during movies. And Matt specifically was like, every time I go to the movies with my mom, she makes loud gasps during the most awkward <gasps> scene. <laughs> Just like, uh, but yeah, my mom, she, she was uh, really in it and it was just, I, I wonder if you can hear it on camera, uh, but it was so intense. There are so many times that I thought the other, one of the pers- people, one of the two was going to lose, but ended up just working out. Oh, so epic. What? what, did, what oh, go ahead. Oh, oh nuts. What? Oh, you had a question. No, you did. I had me too. Well, you start. What did you think of the winner? Oh, she was awesome. (laughs) Spoiler alert. She won. Her name was Ruby. And uh, her number was number one. What? And she came in first place. So, man, she's such a, she was so nice talking to her and hearing what college. I think she was she gonna she was initially gonna go to pikes peak community college because that was the cheapest one but now because of this scholarship she's gonna go to like a school she actually wants to go to yeah i'm not sure her exact plans but it was uh 
it was cool that she had like she wants to go to college. So I was like, obviously this will help a lot. So and yeah. that was like the goal, obviously. Yeah. Since all the students were like high school students, we're investing that way. Yeah. So usually we haven't done too many like big giveaways like this. A ten thousand dollar giveaway for one video. So maybe we'll see more in the future. But one thing I wanted to discuss that I'm sure some of you have questions and want to hear like why we chose to do squid games. Uh, and I wanted us to just talk about like why specifically we chose that because squid games is a mature show. Um, it's not appropriate. So why would you say, Andrew, from your perspective, we did this everyone wondering like, why what? you're promoting a inappropriate show. Why are you doing that? Well, first of all, we never told anybody, hey, guys, you got to go watch the show on Netflix. It's, uh, it's so good. Yeah. So that's one. But then second, the just basic like show mechanics isn't anything new. It's not like Squid Game came up with this idea of people competing in challenges. Yeah. And so that's just like a simple like concept that like, and there's so many shows that do this. Yeah. And then the, the only thing Squid Game really changed was like, I don't know, sort of like, the scenario and it was it's kind of violent so we obviously didn't add any violent mechanics to our video yeah we else? put our own twist on it we're family friendly and we always will be so although the show is inappropriate like andrew said we're not telling you guys to go watch the show and to be honest i've never seen the show um but i do know it's very inappropriate but like Andrew's saying, like we want to be able to take things that the culture is talking about, such as Squid Game, one of the most popular shows on Netflix, and put our own twist on it to make it something different and better. So like with us giving away a college scholarship and making all the games fun and taking the general concept of, hey, you're doing, you're competing against other people. Uh, we just felt like it was a, a really cool opportunity because... People who don't watch us, maybe, who aren't subscribed to our channel, will now find our channel because of this video, because it's such a cultural uh, topic. Um, and then they're going to be able to find our channel and see that, hey, we make family-friendly videos and that we're different than other channels out there. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, maybe you're, maybe you even watching are one of the people that are like, I don't want to watch the Squid Game show on Netflix. So now this is like a, a video you could watch. Yeah. And you could, obviously it's not the exact replica of the show on Netflix, but it's like, you know, you don't have to go watch that show now. You can watch our video instead. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully that addresses uh, a question that some of you may have because we had an internal discussion about that before we filmed it. And I also think because... It's, it's been out, Squid Game has been out for so long that I think the majority of people know about it, have seen either other people's just YouTube videos or the show itself. That it's like, I don't know, it's not something new. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's just the interesting thing about our our job is like making videos. Like, would a, a majority of people click on a competition challenge? Video or Squid Game High School. Immediately, there's some sort of draw to Squid Game High School because it's like, that's a show and like, it's a new twist on it versus just like, 
taking the elements of the show and just making something completely like different. It's kind of hard to explain, but like we as yeah. YouTubers have to do that and get to do that. Did you guys know that they're coming out with the Squid Game uh, like actual competition show on Netflix? Yeah. So and the, season two. Right. But so. I'm more interested in the real life one because obviously that can't be as violent as the uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious. And they're giving away $4 million. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the video, go check it out. But um, we had a great time doing it. And is there anything else you want to talk before the next segment in regards to Squid Game? <gasps> Drew, put in that one clip now. Obviously, everything we do, <laughs> every everything in the actual video, we have so much more footage that we don't that doesn't make the cut. So it's cool we have some behind the scenes for you to check out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We asked you guys on the last podcast to leave some comments, some questions, and I was curious what your guys' favorite channels were. Like, oh, yeah. what's your favorite and what's, like, your least favorite of all of our channels? And so it was cool seeing your guys' responses. Most of you saying, Jace, do several of you said Laugh Daily Podcast, which I was like... As number one? Yeah. I was... All like, right. That's pretty sweet. You know who you are. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew and I went through the comments and we found some questions that we are going to answer right now. So I will start... Appreciate the hard work you guys put into each and every video. How would you Wait, answer that? Was that was a question? Yeah, it was a question. <laughs> um, how would you answer that? Thank you. <laughs> uh, Cadence, I know that probably wasn't a question, but appreciate the comment. Had to include it in there. Andrew, go for What's your question? Does your team ever not get along and have disagreements? From Joshua. Never. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, it, it's funny because like on YouTube and just social media and all that stuff, stuff can always just come across as like everything's perfect. But anybody you see on the internet is a person. And yes, there are disagreements and we have to navigate those and work through them. I mean, there are 11, including Andrew and I, total people on our team, different people. So you're going to, Bet yourself that there are tons of different opinions. Even Andrew and I disagree sometimes on <sighs> ideas, on everything. We have different opinions on thumbnails, on things we do in the video. So, But we've been doing this for like 12 years that we've learned to, like he said, talk things out. Or if there's something that Andrew likes that I don't like, that I have to be okay with that. And be like, you know what? It's okay that I don't like it because I'm not right about everything. So it's learning to compromise and just communicate well and be okay with differences. Yeah. I was trying to think if there was a story there that we could share. Do you have one? Maybe not like just me and you, but like on the team, like somewhere here at work, if there was a... I guess like sometimes, maybe not a specific example, but like when we're talking about thing, like a specific video idea and things that we want to do in the video... Someone, I'm not talking about anyone specific, but it's happened before where <laughs> someone will say an idea like, hey, maybe you guys should try th doing this or do this scene in the video. It's like, uh, that's a good idea, but for this particular video, I wouldn't say that's the best route we should go with. 
I don't agree with that. Sure. That definitely happens. So yeah, because when there's many cooks in the kitchen, just imagine if you had a, a, a if you were working at a restaurant and you had 11 different cooks in the kitchen, every single cook is saying we should make spaghetti this way. But this other chef is like, well, I don't like that. I want to put olives in my spaghetti. And this other chef's like, well, no, I, that doesn't even make sense to put in spaghetti. I agree with that chef. So see, but maybe, (laughs) so you got to designate, okay, maybe not everybody gets a say in what goes in the video. You can have an opinion, but we only have to have a small group of people giving ideas. We only need like two or three chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you got to have, you got to designate like, okay, we've had 10 opinions, but who's going to be the decision maker here? Yeah. In this area, I'm sure even the editors sharing a space probably disagree on what temperature the room should be. 100%. You know, just super simple things like that. So anytime you guys are working with other people, just know you got to uh, have grace for each other and just work th- through it. Yeah, guys. Gosh, is it really that hard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that helps with, with our team is that we give people in their area of expertise creative freedom. So it's not like when Drew's rough cutting a video, we're standing over his shoulder saying, Drew, why did you cut that? <laughs> Drew, Matt, don't add that effect in. We let them do their thing. And then when we're looking at the final result, we can then say, uh, maybe this scene, let's trim that or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know? So allowing people to work in their areas and stay in their areas, and we stay in our areas and give input when necessary. So great question. Some good dialogue there. I don't have a question, but I have a comment from DJ KJ. DJ KJ? For some reason, he called us J. Steve Studios. (laughs) (laughs) Should we rename the channel J. Steve's? Oh, man. That would be the (laughs) strangest thing ever. J. Steve Studio. I like your sense of humor, uh, K. So thanks for leaving that comment. It was a nice comment, but the only like goofy thing was him calling us J. Steve Studios. Everything else was just like, well, what's the comment? I mean, it's a pretty big comment. Oh, so you're just pointing out that he he, he said he likes our channels in different reasons. Oh, okay. All our ch- each different channel for a different yeah. reason. So uh, just had to point that out. Um, Fantastic. I have got to talk about this comment. Please. I'll just... uh... Okay. The guy's videos have really not been very genuine and pure in which they gained so many fans. They are a little Hollywood now, and it's almost fake. Justin especially has let the C-list fame go to his head a little. (laughs) Me especially... (laughs) And uh, so I was looking up like C-list celebrity. I'd never heard of that. Uh, so I looked up A-list celebrity. I mean, I think we all know that. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. A-list is like the most successful, most popular, and they Tom make the Cruise. most money. Yeah, there you go. Okay. B-list. What do you think B-list means? Like these guys are a, a step down from them. They've been in a couple roles here and there, maybe known for one thing. Like uh, Kevin from The Office. Good. Yeah, B-list actors never headline a, f- headline a film. Therefore, supporting actors are usually fair, fairly notable. Yeah. Um, C, 
list celebrities are not as popular, obviously. In most cases, the public knows them by face, not by name. They might be good at their crafts, but are only famous to a specific audience. You know what? My man has a point. So was he was he saying that as a diss to me? Sorry, man. You're he has let the C-list fame get to his head. Well, at least you're not D-list. Oh, I, I want to understand this comment. I mean, I'm not offended by it at all. So one, if you're watching this, that's totally fine. Um, but what about our content uh, makes it seem almost fake? Did we not stay at the lighthouse? Was it all CGI? Uh-uh. That place was awful. And <laughs> ever since we've been getting famous, Andrew, you have not been acting very genuine and pure. Why? Again, fame. You're like trying to impress more people. So you're no, just not. Like, you're not I'm being having, you're not being yourself. I'm having the most fun I've ever had on YouTube. And for some While reason while being not genuine. <laughs> <laughs> so take that to heart and maybe come back tomorrow for this video shoot and let's see a well, change. Oh, well, we have a shoot tonight. So you especially, according to <laughs> what's his name? Juan? One. The oh, number one. <laughs> according to one, you cannot let do not let the C list. Celebrity fame. Get your head on tonight's video shoot. Okay, okay. Isaac, you gotta keep keep account. Keep him accountable. Okay, okay, I won't. I won't try and be trendy. I won't say any words that are like not me. Okay. And if All you right, do, bussin'. we will hit you. What? <laughs> so that was a great comment. What, what, do you have another one? Yeah. Um, why do you only post one a week, even though you posted three videos a week a while ago? Why did we do that? I know, because I've seen a few people comment that. So, like, you guys used to post, like, three days a week, and Rick would edit all the videos. So, like, why is it, like, much harder now all of a sudden? (laughs) But here's the thing. Even though we're posting one time a week instead of three, that means our one video is three times as good. Yes. Boom. Example. The micro apartment that we are in right now literally took Samuel and I an entire week to just build. So if we were to film three uploads, how would we do that? It wouldn't be as cool. It wouldn't be as tall. We're trying to put more effort into our videos to make better content, like Andrew's saying. And sometimes we travel even. Like when, when we did the lighthouse video, we flew to Minnesota. Is that Minnesota? Uh, Michigan. Ah, we flew to Michigan. And so we were gone for like three, three days, three, four days. Mm-hmm. So another example, that's why the contents change. It's not just daily vlog. Like, Hey guys, I'm eating a snack. Check this out. Like, which some people have said like, Oh man, I miss the, I miss the OG vids when it was just you guys hanging out and eating sandwiches. But that content is boring. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> to some people, but the main reason is obviously this is a, our job. And we can't just make content necessarily that we like. We do make content that we like, but if we were to say, say I love making vlogs and we just filmed vlogs only, we would probably lose subscribers and lose views because we have to look at the algorithm and our, our goal is to try and reach the most people. And what title would you rather click on? Overnight in the scariest lighthouse or... Me working out at the gym. <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that. Me working out at the gym, but day five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's completely different type of content that reaches a smaller demographic. I'm not saying it's not successful because I've seen several channels that are successful at doing it, but you got to learn how to but upgrade. Yeah, even that style content's not really. Um, I just brain farted. Yeah, it's not really popular anymore. <laughs> we we have to be strategic with our stuff, so that's why we. Yeah, but we have to blend do. stuff that we enjoy doing and stuff that does well. And there's the happy medium where yeah. you can make stuff that you want to make that does well. But almost, I'd say 95% of the time, I enjoy everything we do. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm like, oh, we have to jump on this trend. I don't, this is so boring. <laughs> we get to choose what we do. But every job, no matter what job you're in, is going to have days where it's like, ah, uh, I don't, I'd rather just kind of go home. Yes. Every job has that, so... Even if you're at home right now wondering about, like, I just wish I had the perfect job. Well, the perfect job doesn't exist, so good yeah, luck. There are fantastic jobs that exist. But if, you have a, if you're wondering, like, if you're dealing with something, I guarantee we've went through this something similar. Like, we've had nine-to-five jobs where I'm working at fast food and I don't like it. So I understand, we understand you guys on the other side of the lens what you went through. Uh my next question is from Friendly Doc. Have y'all ever racked up any serious debt from the many big purchases y'all do for the amazing vids? Uh, not debt. Debt. No. The short answer, no. But the technical answer, yes. We have? That's I don't why I ever said, remember. That's why I said technical answer, because we technically have a mortgage on our property here, so it's technically debt. Oh, yeah. Uh, technically, <laughs> Got fine. Ya. Mortgage doesn't count. Technically. But technically it does. (laughs) Thankfully, with our content, we've uh, had to be strategic. And uh, some videos we spend more money on, and it doesn't get a return. Is there an example? Yeah, I think we've shared this before, though. The submarine video probably didn't really get a return on that. Specifically that video. Like spending, how much should we spend on that? Like over $30,000. Thirty thousand dollars, and we probably made—I don't know. Let's say five thousand dollars on that. That's it. I made more than that. Fine, ten thousand. All right. So we lost twenty thousand dollars, but we're not—we're not racking up debt because of that. Because we've had other videos that have made twenty thousand dollars, and we only spent five thousand dollars on it. The way YouTube works, really, and the way we look at it is, we look at it from a monthly perspective. This month, our channel made X amount of money. Even if one video we kind of took a loss on, as long as the monthly total that we made is bigger than the monthly total we spent, it's all good. That's what's so cool about YouTube. When you make a video, you can make money from that video as long as it's on YouTube. So like we still make money to this day from like Fort videos we made eight years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And the more videos you make, the more money that you'll have like constantly like making money for you, which is just like, so that's why sometimes we make, um, like for the submarine, for example, we thought it was such a unique, cool idea that it was okay for us to take a L and not make money on that video because it's such a unique idea that it'll like be really good content for you guys and make us stand out as a channel. So it's like, it's not necessarily all just a loss. Oh, definitely. I just pulled up the analytics for a cool brain blast to your point. The last 60 minutes. Yes. The number four video 
was Overnight in the Dangerous Hotel, which we uploaded last year. That's the number four video of the last 60 minutes on our channel being viewed right now. Yep. So that video, like Justin said, we made it months and months and months and months ago. Almost, yeah, almost coming up on a year that that video has been up. And it's our number four most popular video in the last 60 minutes. And another point to consider is even if a video doesn't pop off right when you upload, there's potential for it to pop off in years to come. Example, we did budget challenge fireworks. It was a great video, but almost every year when July 4th comes around, that video just blows up. And we did that again years, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, although a video might not do well right away, it might do really well in the future and just get millions of views for whatever reason. Yeah. I got two quick questions. We yeah. kind of almost talked about this unless there's a different answer. Which video did you spend the most money on? Uh, was that the zombie uh, apocalypse? How much did we spend on that? I feel like when we when we did that, we we're like, this is the most expensive video we've ever. We rented the place. We rented the helicopter. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh well, it's definitely got to be up there with submarine. I'm trying to think if there's one we spent more than submarine. No, I can't think of one. I think submarine might be the top one right now, which is pretty crazy. Uh, second question, real quick: Will you guys ever bring back hide and seek league? Uh, I don't. Maybe on JSU Studios. That was going to be my answer. Like, maybe. Really? Would you guys ever want to see that on JSU Studios? Because it's not coming back on JSU. Yeah. So was, it just doesn't work on that channel anymore. That question had four likes, though. So I think uh, some people may be interested. I think we might have to do that because we are starting to upload more on JSU Studios. We just uploaded a budget challenge, and that video is doing like the best out of every other video we've done recently. So we're doing budget challenges on JSU Studios now. Maybe we could do hide and seek league and you guys have JSU and JSU Studios content that you're familiar with and excited to watch. It's going to be beautiful. Guys, thanks for leaving all the comments. Thanks for listening or watching our podcasts. We love doing it and I'm glad to see that you guys are enjoying it and getting to know us on a different level. And if you want to listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen there as well because this isn't just a video. We have the audio version too. Yeah. But here's the challenge for you guys. If you're going to watch a podcast, turn it on and watch the whole thing, okay? Yeah. (laughs) And if you could leave us a five-star review, that would be fantastic. I mean, on Spotify specifically, when you type in Laugh Daily Podcast, there's like a star button and it looks like we have 4.9 stars out of five guys with 477 ratings. All you got to do, look at that. If you're watching the video, you just click it and you could click five stars and that's all you have to do. Please guys go rate us five stars. I mean, that's already a lot of reviews. So you guys have been killing it. It'd be cool if we could get the laugh daily podcast as like a top rated podcast. That'd be sick. That's our goal. So anyways, we got another episode coming next week. Stay tuned. Thanks for being here. See you next time. And we'll be in a different location soon. Oh, 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 oh crap. Goodbye.